Okay, can I get uh, mic check just one at a time so that I know that all of them are actually working? Check, check one, two. Okay. Test one, two, three. Symbolance, symbolance. Hey. <laughs> great. The Forefathers Podcast is an opportunity to join the conversation and friendship of four priests of the Diocese of St. Petersburg. Through their families, formation, and ministry, they grapple with the realities that confront us all. Each episode, they'll respond to a question which they've faced in their own lives and which we often face in ours. Spirit FM is happy to present The Forefathers. Hello, you're listening to the Four Fathers Podcast. I'm Father Chuck Dornquist. I'm Father Jonathan Stevens. I'm Father Justin Paskert. And I'm Father Anthony Eustick. I'm Father Kyle Smith. We've got five fathers on the Four Fathers. This is a first, right? We've not had five fathers yet? We have, but we didn't let the fifth guy talk. Uh, (laughs) So today we've decided to uh, let the fifth guy talk. And uh, Father John Stevens, you have a question this week. I do. I really wanted to discuss with the five fathers, four fathers, four other fathers, the four other, four fa- other fathers. <laughs> we have four other fathers. <laughs> uh, the four fathers about the uh, sort of detriments to technology. We always see the the benefits of technology uh, in the world and in in our culture as well. Uh, but I've also noticed, especially with our youth, um, but. Uh, I hate to just sort of limit it to young people, uh, and I think very often it is limited to young people, uh, because I think that uh, older generations are trying to make up for lost time with technology, uh, and they tend to spend more time uh, than others. Uh, so, so I really wanted to get your take on not only the detriments of technology on a whole, uh, but also when you look at prayer life uh, and how many people struggle, yeah. because it's, it's a very common occurrence that I come across uh, where people struggle to be patient with God. Uh, people struggle to even uh, sort of sit in silence. Uh, they have to be busy about doing something. So I wanted to bring that uh, to the forefathers this morning and sort of get your take on it. Something I've noticed as we've gone into Lent, I don't know if you guys noticed, how many people give up social media for Lent? BRB. Yeah. And to me, that's a sign of like, you know, intuitively recognizing that uh, this is an obstacle. Like if, if I want to kind of recenter and refocus in my prayer, uh, the people are acknowledging like this is this is a real obstacle. And, you know, I think one of the many ways uh, that can do that is social media itself. But with the uh, the advent of technology and the way it is, I would say. Uh, we're perfecting the art of busying every quiet moment uh, and that we're using that. And so I, I would say I'm seeing that as uh, one of the, the detrimental ways that it can affect a prayer life is as soon as I have that quiet moment to sit by myself, first thing I do is pull out my phone and start busying it uh, instead of entering into like, hey, what's going on with me? You know, and, and allowing that stirring to lead into prayer rather than uh, just more noise to kind of suppress uh, whatever's going on in me. Uh, yeah, speak from my own experience because I'm a sinner, and that's these other guys are holy men. I'm not. Uh, I looked at. Uh, I just got back from my spiritual direction program conference up in Mundelein, so uh, me and sixty of my closest priest friends. I don't know that well, uh, and uh, <laughs> and uh, one of the things they talked about was you know uh, distraction when one goes home. Like you know uh, you know in the priest life. It's so easy to get in the lazy boy or your chair of choice and fire up the TV and just sit mindlessly there. I know you talked about technology, but I can speak from my own experience. Like Netflix and uh, 
and Amazon Prime. I, I think that they, they, they've run the statistics on Netflix, and I think, like, it's an insane amount of numbers of, like, streaming hours per yeah. day. It's, like, hundreds of thousands of streaming hours per day on Netflix alone. I know what Prime and Amazon and Hulu and all those guys ring up together, but, I mean, that's insane. And, and, I, and I know I've, that was something I... I desperately, that's what I gave up for Lent. I didn't desperately give it up for Lent. I gave it up for Lent, and I thought to myself, that's something I need to be mindful of. When I go home, what, what, what am I doing? Am I going to watch the next episode of, of whatever show I watch? I'm going to keep that vague for you all at home. Uh, <laughs> Fuller House. I don't watch Fuller House. Fuller House. <laughs> uh, but, you know, that's something that, you know, I think we need to be mindful of. Not only this, uh, you know, communicating through uh, social media, but... What movies? What's our intake like? And I know there are a lot of good movies out there, and I'm, I consider myself a cinephile, but uh, it's like at what point does it become too much? And, and you can hear, like, you just have a conversation around the office. It's like, okay, you know, oh, what's the next next episode of Riverdale or, uh, or jeez, uh, A New Girl or whatever? So many things are out there. It's like, but it's like how often do we, like, amongst our peer group, like, who read that, you know, actually good literature or whatever? A solid book, and that's something that uh, the Bible, the Bible, yeah. Who actually like? <laughs> yeah, that book. Uh, it's got too many chapters. Um, but you know who who's who's taking time to read anymore? Who's taking time to to, to actually have a conversation on the phone? You know, and I, I feel like that's at least my particular vice I can speak of, and, and maybe other dimensions from other fathers. Well, in what I see, not just in my own day to day life, but you know, even in the high school, is we lose the sense of wonder that we can lose mystery to it. Um, you know, as I stop into classes or just have conversations with people, not just high school students, but you know, as I go around the diocese as well, we all of a sudden, you know, a question comes up, a question that nobody knows. And the first reaction most time is, well, who has a phone that can Google it? It's not everyone. (laughs) Well, and that's, (laughs) yeah. But that's part of the challenge of even, you know, connecting it back on that spiritual level that we begin to go through something and our first reaction isn't, okay, I need to talk this out. The first reaction isn't, who can I go to that can work with me, that can really help me to see where I am, but it's what's the first piece of information that I can grab, Um, which may at times or may not be what we need. It may steer us right, but at times it can go the exact opposite for us. We hate to interrupt the conversation, but we do need to take a moment to hear from our sponsor. We asked why you listen. Here's what you said. It keeps my mind focused on where it needs to be focused. The testimonies are, it's just amazing how Spirit FM can reach so many people and they get them off of the other channels, the music channels, and comes back to Christ. It cleanses us and it fills us and I think it's great. For someone who, even if they aren't a Christian, I mean, it's very uplifting. It's just like the Spirit of God comes through the radio. Fresh, positive, upbeat. This is Ginger from Pinellas Park, and you're listening to My Spirit FM. Not to mention that I think that very often you're you're feeding into your own thoughts. Uh, you're being um, sort of affirmed in what you believe because the way technology is is created today and the algorithms that are there, science has proven that uh, the more you look up something, the more that that's going to be your first choice uh, on a Google search or a Bing search or something that uh, these internet providers and and the the browsers that we use, they actually know us to a certain extent. And I just used air quotes for no reason at all uh, because you can't see it. Um, I saw it. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, that is what matters. Um, 
But we do. We, we go into this, this reality where we, we lose the sense of wonder. Uh, we think that we know, uh, and we're never challenged to go deeper. We're never challenged to, uh, we're, we never challenge our beliefs anymore. And I think that uh, is also a huge aspect to the spiritual life is if something that the church teaches is not in line with what I'm uh, thinking and what I believe, then I'm so accustomed to always being backed up and what I say, because I can find mm-hmm. if I Google search, is the sky green? I can find proof that the sky is green uh, and not just during like a nuclear attack or something like that. I can find uh, that that the sky is green uh, I'm because look that up later. Well, don't 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 quote me on that. <laughs> I guess you can. Uh, but I haven't found that out yet. <laughs> uh, but but you can always right find now. something that it backs you. You never find you can you don't you hardly come across something that's going to challenge your belief. Uh, because the way that the internet is structured, it really it, it pushes you into like a single aisle of a library. This is what uh, one philosopher that I was reading recently uh, sort of gives this impression of a library. You used to walk into a library and it was a b- broad spectrum of ideas and thoughts. And it challenged you. Is it there? Yeah. The, yep. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, Father Kyle just looked it up. And you can find out that the sky is actually green. Um, pretty green. It is a beautiful yeah, green. green. Uh, Ooh. It's the uh, northern lights, it looks like. credit if they want to pay for this podcast. So. <laughs> but, uh, but it's the sense that this, this philosopher, and I believe the name was Matthew Lynch, but it, the book is called The Internet of Us. And he talks about how uh, we used to go into a library where you had a broad selection of knowledge, and you had to like sort through what was true, what was not true, by, by looking at all the different aspects and thoughts and ideas that were out there. Now, the internet sort of shuffles us into one single aisle. Wait, what's, and, a, what's a library? Uh, I don't know. We had one at seminary, I think, yeah. at some point. They tore it down. The major seminary? No, no, no. no, 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 no. Miami. <laughs> But uh, but now it's <laughs> now instead of uh, just being put into one single aisle, we're we're limiting ourselves to like one single section of that aisle, where that's the only thoughts that we look to. That's the only thoughts that we back ourselves up on. Uh, and I think it does take away the sense of wonder. It takes it gives us this idea that I know everything there is to know, and therefore I can never be challenged to grow and, and to dive deeper in my faith. I can never be challenged to dive deeper in my my knowledge, my wisdom, whatever it may be. Yeah. So I think uh, uh, looking at it, uh, uh, the I mean, the internet. We could we could go on a treatise. I mean, in fact, uh, many treatises and books have have been written. Uh, the one I'm reading is is by Matthew Crawford, uh, "The World Beyond Your Mind: uh, Becoming an Individual in an Age of Distraction." That's phenomenal. It's it's spot on. Uh, the same guy wrote uh, the book um, uh, Shopcraft as Soulcraft, um, meaning like being tangible with reality. And so it goes into all these themes of of how we can be so distracted and that we're inattentive to the world around us because uh, the internet and how we're allowing the internet to shape our impressions and our consciousness. But when it comes to to how technology impacts my prayer life or my spiritual life, I have to say, uh, I, I was one of the people who was guilty of like, uh, just before going to bed, all right, let's see how many likes that last picture on Instagram got. Let's see what happened on Facebook. Um, and turning uh, for, I don't know, connection or relationship uh, towards Facebook or Instagram. And I can understand people doing it with Snapchat or, or Twitter, <clears throat> looking for some sort of relationship, looking for some sort of connection to to something outside of themselves 
Uh, and and I think that's that's what I was doing. I was I was looking to be affirmed in in some way by 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 this uh, uh, encompassing reality. Um, and of course, it's it's ultimately unsatisfying. Uh, it, it doesn't satisfy my need to be in relationship or, or, or my desire to be intimate or connected with someone. Um, that's the one thing that technology, I, I don't know if it can ever satisfy. I hope it never does. I, I've found that it's not satisfied me yet. Um, uh, and so that's something that we can bring and, and, and is necessary, I think, in fact, for us to bring to God. Um, if, if I'm constantly turning to, to Instagram for uh, uh, some sort of affirmation of, of myself or, or uh, some sort of connection, you know, that's, that's the energy that, that our ancestors used to bring to God, used to bring to their prayer life. You know, they, they would seek uh, a relationship with God to satisfy that, that deep need for affirmation, which we all have. Uh, our, our grandparents did. They used to seek relationship with other people as well, concrete, actual, tangible conversations uh, to be able to to talk about ideas and to satisfy things, uh, so for me, one of I know uh, I agree with Father Kyle. Netflix and and turning to that to kind of dumb uh, not dumb down no to um numb. to dull and to numb um, is is a dangerous thing, and it's something that I've also like I've taken strides to to go against for Lent. Um, but an interesting thing that's happened at St. Lawrence is a couple of us on staff. Um, in order to work against our, our looking to our phones for that relationship, we've put our phones in grayscale, uh, which I, I didn't realize you could actually do uh, until the pastor showed me that you can. And I'm finding <laughs> so everything, everything on my Look, phone. Father Mike knows technology, okay? He's, he's, uh, anyways, but so, um, so my phone's in black and white now. Which which makes it really interesting to to send and receive pictures and to look on Instagram and Facebook, um, because it's 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 less attractive. It's it's mm-hmm. less attentive. There's so much vibrancy like jammed into every pixel of our phone, that's kind of made towards attracting us and engaging us. Uh, the grayscale is is I'm amazed at just how it's it's not calling me to look at things so much anymore. Uh, it's not, I'm not feeling the need to go to Instagram because now I don't see a bunch of beautiful colors. I see a bunch of shades of gray. Um, but it's one of those little ways in which I'm remaining. <laughs> no, not shades <laughs> of gray. Shades of gray, go to confession. Yeah. That's the, that'll be the next one. Uh, but yeah, so uh, I think. We're in charcoal. Not, not, doesn't like your work. Not but. relying on technology to satisfy my, my deeper need for relationship or intimacy. So, uh, forefather advice stop listening to this podcast and start praying. So. Well, I mean, feel free to listen to this <laughs> podcast, but no other podcast, yes. and uh, go from there. You've been listening to the Forefathers podcast. Uh, Yeah, keep listening to us. Please, we're back. (laughs) You can interact with the Forefathers and submit questions for future episodes at facebook.com slash DOSP Forefathers podcast. That's DOSP, the number four fathers podcast. The Forefathers podcast is brought to you by Spirit FM 90.5 in Tampa, a radio broadcast ministry dedicated to bringing the community hope through hit Christian music and sharing the light of Christ through the fullness of the Catholic faith. You can listen online at myspiritfm.com or get our free app by searching My Spirit FM on Google Play and at the App Store.